Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dumb's Hit Music Station F104. Louise Ty here with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined on the phone by writer Sophie White. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing, Louise? I'm good. I'm good. I spoke to you a little while ago, way before all this madness started. Absolutely. Pre-madness. Pre-madness. I was still mad. Mad as ever. (laughs) (laughs) But since you've released a new book? I have. I have indeed. Um, It is called Unfiltered. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think the last time we were chatting, I was talking to you about Filter This, which is unfiltered Big sister or little sister, I can never decide how to describe this. Mm-hmm. But basically, they, it is a sequel to Filter This. Um, so it is the same characters from Filter This. So mm-hmm. in Filter This, we were following some fairly uh, bananas uh, influencers in the Irish influencer Instagram scene. Um, Ali, our kind of protagonist, uh, is Ali Jones. She, uh, uh, one reader told me that she's like the most hateable person she's ever rooted for. <laughs> Which I totally love because that's definitely what I was going for with Ali. Mm -hmm. Um, She's basically a complete wannabe um, influencer. You know, like she's me basically. She's like striving towards the 10,000 followers at the the start of Filter This. Yeah, Yeah, just desperate for the swipe up. Who Mm -hmm. isn't? And um, so convenient, Louise. Like it would just be convenient Mm -hmm. if they'd give us all the swipe up. That's the Um, thing, wouldn't it though? I know. Um, So anyway, in Filter This, Ali Jones... uh, was quite outlandish in her pursuit of likes and followers yeah. and she basically ended up faking a pregnancy on Instagram and okay. um, this is not a spoiler of that book so anyone who hasn't caught up and hasn't read filter this it's not too late you can still that do on it. the back you cover you okay. can still do it okay. um, and we also had Shelley Devine in that book who mm. was uh, Ireland's just kind of premier influencer she has like 300,000 followers and you know she's got the kind of hashtag spawn life and the spawn child and husband mm. and um you know her kind of entire kind of life is kind of monetized and she's kind of she is a brand you know yeah. it's the Shelley machine she has a kind of a megalomaniacal sort of um social media strategist called Amy Donahue who's kind of like you know pulling all the strings and like whacking hashtag ad onto every single life <laughs> event that Shelley has. Um, so they were they were the two characters that we kind of started out with at the start of Filter This. And we left them in a little uncertain place at the end of Filter This, mm-hmm. um, which I heard all about <laughs> for the last 
six months from from readers who were like, what? How could you do that? Leave you it left like us. that? <laughs> you just left it hanging on a cliff. And um, so I was obviously writing the sequel in double time. Uh, mm-hmm. No pressure. I was I was actually Zero. dying of fright. Every time someone messaged me, I was like, I'm so excited that people are reading my work. But I am also terrified. I need to follow up on this pretty quick. <laughs> yes. And I need to deliver. It's awful writing a sequel. I spent the whole time being like, I'm never writing a sequel again. I was but going in to the ask, end, I really is, enjoyed it. Is it more difficult to write the sequel to, to a, I suppose, a first book? I think there's like, yes and no, because with the first book, you're building a world and mm. there's so much kind of proprietary work that just goes into that with all your characters. You know everything about their, your characters, stuff that will never even make it into the book. Yeah. Like I have character profiles and like you have images and you collect so much material to make these people really real to you. And like, I literally like ask me Ali's favorite color or her like favorite saying, and I have it on a document somewhere. Her favorite saying is smoking, drinking, never thinking. (laughs) Her favorite color (laughs) is green, but it's that stuff. And it's even things like their families and their parents' backstories. Cause you need to just, just so thoroughly know know yeah. your characters know about so, them know what they might react what they to might or how do they in might every react. scenario yeah. exactly and then like so for the sequel you don't really have any of that so you get to like completely skip you basically get to start on page one immediately and be like what's going on yeah and Catch me up so quick. that's kind of fun yeah and it is fun going back to characters you've left behind and just getting to kind of write in their heads again and like play with their world and that's the thing with filter this and unfiltered I love kind of, I I just love comedy writing and I just love kind of, I suppose that's why I love Instagram is that some of it is just so mm. bonkers that you couldn't make it up. And even when I try to make it up for my books, which is what I'm doing, <laughs> I'd often be like, what if somebody did this on Instagram, like fake a baby? And then I'd Google it and be like, oh, about 10 people already have. Yeah. It's, you know, it's such a kind of crazy world it's already just so outlandish it's hard to spoof it but I should try I work very hard in unfiltered but isn't it what they say you kind of put your good foot forward on Instagram and everything looks shiny and rosy and green and you know all that lovely stuff and you kind of leave out the other side a lot of the time oh completely I mean it's just filtered AF I mean you're just constantly it's it's kind of editing your identity editing your life just trying to kind of like create this kind of like space where it's very aspirational and like I think now I think the kind of scales have fallen from our eyes a bit around Mm. Instagram and we know that there's more behind the scenes and I suppose like that's what unfiltered and filtered is very much is it's like what's just beyond the tiles Mm -hmm. of these perfect lives so it's tell very us. fun to mess with. And I feel like it's very gossipy. And I love gossip, you see. I think everybody <laughs> does. They might not admit it, but I think everybody likes a bit of gossip, you know. Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. not if it's mean, but you like to kind of go, ooh, what's so-and-so up to? Like, <laughs> oh, completely. And like people are always constantly with filter this, trying to get it out of me, who their characters were based on, who mm. Shelley Devine is based oh. on, for example. And I'm always like, I'll never tell. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> the fact is that they're based on all of us. They're based yeah. on everyone, you know, 
and except for you know I'd go to the odd kind of media event where there would be influencers and I started a very aggressive kind of peer-to-peer sales pitch mm-hmm. where I was literally like I'm going to sell this book one book at a time <laughs> and so what I started doing was I someone would come up to me who's kind of maybe big on Instagram and uh, be like oh I heard your book coming out and I'd be like, oh, yeah, there's actually a character in it based on you. Oh. And then I'd leave the conversation. I'd be like, that's, that's, surely that's a sale now. She'll have to go and buy it. She'll have to know. Just, just to clearly, it obviously, yeah. it's all total fiction. Yeah. yeah. And what are they up to in Unfiltered then? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, Ali, by the end of Filter This, has made such a spectacular mess of her life. I won't give spoilers on that. No. But at the start of Unfiltered, the second book, she is a complete pariah on Instagram, on okay. in the internet, on yeah. in general. Social media, and yeah. She's kind of under a social media pylon, the mm-hmm. likes of which we are seeing on a virtually, like, weekly, daily basis yeah. um, these days. And um, it's, you know, she's under this pylon um, and coping with the kind of vitriol that's sort of been directed at her after she was outed for faking a baby. Um, And so Unfiltered is really a lot about her kind of um, in recovery from Mm -hmm. her kind of compulsive lying on Instagram. And the book sees Ali go to an actual like rehab kind of recovery program. And this is something that like I kind of conceived of thinking very much that we probably weren't there yet as a society but we totally are and I was really fascinated when I was researching to learn that there are 12-step programs for internet addiction and for tech addiction yeah yeah Yeah. I mean it's so scary that it's infiltrated the culture so much and so insidiously that like people really are seeking treatment and um, I suppose it's so difficult for people coming out of recovery like that because you cannot kind of unknit from the internet yeah. as a you know you as anyone living in the world it. now. Yeah. yeah, like we pretty much have to do it that, to some degree. Yeah. So anyway, when Ali goes to um, the recovery program, is called Catfishers Anonymous because um, you know she is technically a catfisher um, for having kind of lied about her status as, as being pregnant to um, a of the internet basically but also to a guy called Sam who is kind of her love interest mm-hmm. um, he, well actually he's my love interest I just think I fancy Sam I just wrote <laughs> this character that it like is exactly who I really fancy kind of looks like a young Louis Theroux mm. um, I love how you've taught him through so much so much I love like <laughs> <laughs> and um, so she's trying to kind of rehabilitate her image um, by going to rehab and she's trying as well, I think, to get Sam back, you see. Mm. Uh, and there's a very particular real reason why she's trying to get Sam back, um, that uh, readers of the first book will know. Okay. But I don't know if I can go into it without kind of ruining the first Don't give book. anyone any spoilers. They I, need to go I read the book. I these spoilers. <laughs> and the thing is, that, thing is I hear all the time from readers is that they're very, like, fast reads. Like, I got a message from a gal who she had gotten the book automatically downloaded to her Kindle today mm-hmm. because she was um, she pre-ordered it mm-hmm. at Sanger. Love it. And then she messaged me this morning, no joke, at like 7 o'clock. And she was like 70% through it. And oh I was like, God. wow. I would love mad. to be able to read like that. 
I know. Wow. I know. But um, yeah, so it definitely kind of, I think, I think that's a good sign. Yeah, once you delve in, you get stuck in it, which is great. Yeah, I'm scared because like, it's always so unnerving bringing something out, bringing a book out and just like, will people like it? And I think that, you know, still to this got such a great response that I felt a lot of pressure to deliver, you know. Absolutely. And so, but I think that the thing with Unfiltered and Filtered This is there's loads of very recognizable themes in the book that I think are, they've been really fun to play around with. Mm. Like, so for example, when I was writing it, Firefest was, well, Firefest had long happened, but the, the documentary had dropped on Netflix. I don't know, do you remember that kind of just week? where I feel like collectively we all just agreed that we were all going to watch Firefest yes. on our respective devices. You had no choice but to find out what the hell this was all about. Like, completely. You yeah. just had to go there. Yeah. The whole internet was on fire with Firefest oh, chat. Okay. And it was just such a fun, ludicrous story yeah. of a kind of the, the greatest festival that never was. But it was hard to believe it was true, was. really, wasn't it? Oh, completely. Mm. And it was completely in my realm of obsessions, which mm. is kind of like it's Instagram. It's like people trying to look cool yeah. on Instagram and um, creating such a facade that there is nothing behind, which was totally like Firefest basically was supposed to be taking place on like an exotic island that used to be owned by Pablo Escobar and like for the promo they recruited like Bella Hadid and all like a gang of her mates to come and look like they were having a deadly time on the island and all this kind of stuff Mm. and I just remember watching that and like being like oh I would love to do a version of Firefest (laughs) in Ireland Irish Instagrammers just absolute crack literally selfies in Athlone services on the way to fire, on the way to Firefest in Ireland. So I did that in the end in, in Unfiltered there's like Wind Festival. Okay. Um which is you know, it's different to Firefest and it kind of pans out differently but um it was really fun to write I'd and say. um so I'm really looking forward to people kind of having an getting, opinion and yeah, yeah, definitely dying to hear what people think. So how can people get hold of it, I suppose? Oh, any way. Um, so bookshops. Hmm. It's on Kindle, isn't it? It's online. It's on Kindle and Audible. Mm-hmm. You can order it online. Um, you can, I mean, buy from bricks and mortar bookshops, I think would be just amazing to do right mm-hmm. now because mm-hmm. of, um, I suppose, where we're at as a country. I know that um, Gutter Bookshop, if you want to go indie, they've got it. I know, I mean, pretty much, I mean, every bookshop. I have to say, I do like going into a bookshop. I'm actually banning myself from going into a bookshop because at this stage I have a pile of books and I can't read quick enough to catch up with all of them. So I've banned myself for the moment. You're on a no-buy currently. Oh, I can't. I, I literally have a library in my house with books I haven't read yet. So <laughs> I'm a, a disaster. Way to be. Oh, I That's don't know. Really I just need to read quicker. That's my problem. <laughs> oh, I just, I spend a fortune on books. Like, yeah. it's just unreal. Like, I'm very lucky because I do get sent books. Um, but... I also listen to a lot of books, podcasts and mm-hmm. things like that yeah. and spend a fortune on my Kindle just while I'm listening. I'm just, I'll just, they say something, they're talking about something, I'll be like, get that, get that, That get sounds that. good, yeah. Um, but yeah, so you can buy it everywhere. Amazing. And please do. So it's Unfiltered <laughs> by Sophie White. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 